You're with Pete, Matt and Kimber for Elite Pool Covers. Saving you water today for tomorrow. Next 94.5. Hi, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Hi there. Um, Rami, the producer. Yes. Hello. <laughs> You caught me off guard. Oh, my God. No, I didn't catch you off guard. You shouldn't be vaping in the studio. Don't! It's been a very stressful morning. Has it? Yes. Why? Why? What's happened? I may have effed up at some point of the show this morning. I take full responsibility oh. as the EP. Oh, was this the phoner? That yeah, was meant was to go at 8 o'clock. Oh, that's yeah. not 100% your fault. No. Like, no. I reckon no. a good 40% of it's mine. No, but I did speak to Carrad, our other producer, and I said, look, it's on us because we should have checked before 8 o'clock if we needed anything. Oh, no. God, if you're going to get upset over that mistake, I mean, I'm let's not, not even talk about all oh, the other I'm not shit. And, and also, too, like... <laughs> Wait, sorry. I missed that. What did he say? <laughs> he said all the other shit you've got uh, wrong. F no. off. I keep thinking this is the leftovers. It's so not leftovers. Keep, like, I swear, it's going to be a little bit swear. normal. Okay, and yes. welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Hi. Um, to the podcast. Forced to wear Christmas gear. Yeah. Uh, forced to be here. Oh. And Bali. Rami. That rhymes. Bali burning sex. Yeah. Bali. Yes. Well, mm. fun sex. Fun sex. Fun Out sex. of marital uh, sex. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 Hang on a minute. <laughs> uh, Tammy Hembrow and her um, backside. Yeah, but no, it's a it's a it's a it's waste. A waste. It's a waste of. It's a waste what she's doing with her life as well as a waste. <laughs> oh no, she's living a probably a lovely. Oh, life. she's doing very well for herself. Yeah. Yeah. Although she's single recently, did you guys? What? Hear no. Yeah. yeah. No. I know. Honestly, the they just had a baby. No, to be fair, she's they've split up and she can't eat cake. I mean, Why? it's a pretty. Why, Why can't, can't she eat cake? Because she's an influencer about fitness. Oh, okay, right. Oh, okay. So it's not like a legal requirement. But no, just, but yeah. it's just necessary. No, right? if you look in the... There's no way Tammy Hembrow eats cake. If you're looking in the window at that Instagram post everyone's talking about, she's been eating some cake, mate. Wow. Megan and Harry at it again, Maddie. Yeah. Oh, shut up already. <laughs> <laughs> Is he talking to us? <laughs> no, I'm not. And... Uh, Five hours at Fiona Stanley. Five hours. Five hours, mate. We were in emergency, and you'll hear more about it. But basically, the whole point of it is pay them what they bloody want. Yep. Mm. Actually, I just think on that note, we should also add: if you go to the emergency department and you haven't packed snacks in a book, Mm. uh, you're a rookie. Right, mate. Yeah, that's true too. Absolute rookie mistake. I I hope there's more rookies out there. To be honest with you, it looked like a few people were betting in for the night. (laughs) 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 All right, yeah, have a podcast. As if it hasn't been a tough two years with COVID and now a war in the Ukraine, now apparently Indonesia, Bali, one of our favourite spots, the Indonesian parliament have uh, approved a part of their criminal code which bans intimacy outside of marriage. Mm. So, i.e., if you went over to Bali and had intimate relations with someone that wasn't your wife or husband, you would be breaking the law. So what does that actually mean? Well, let's go to the top. Professor Tim Lindsay is the chair of the Asian Law uh, at Melbourne Law School. Good morning, Tim. Um, should we be worried about going to Bali and enjoying ourselves? Uh, no, I don't think you should be too worried. It is true that the, a criminal code is a new criminal code has been introduced in Indonesia after decades and decades of trying to update their hundred years old plus uh, criminal code, uh-huh. um, and it does. Um, ban extramarital sex, um, and you could get a year in prison for it, in fact. 
and it also in fact also it makes even cohabitation outside marriage illegal but in order for the police to charge you with this sort of an offence in order to be prosecuted a member of your family a close member of your family has to report you to the police if someone doesn't do that they can't act and it has to be either your husband or wife or your parent or a child oh okay. um, now i think it's pretty going to be some pretty weird circumstances for an Australian, <laughs> oh, <mom. laughs> exactly, for an Australian couple to, to go to Bali and have their parents or close family dom them in. I mean, he can't rule out an enraged no. spouse. Oh, loose lips sink ships, oh, Professor. I mean, I, I'm, I'm so great, grateful that people aren't vengeful, hateful and no, do something no, that like that. Happen. Thank goodness it's safe. I mean, you say mm. that we don't have to be too worried about it. They don't. They certainly don't muck around when they're enforcing their drug laws. So, yeah, that, I mean, around the world this would be happening elsewhere. Is that how it's policed? Well, I mean, I, I think if an Australian goes to Bali and has sex with an Indonesian person and that Indonesian person's family is not happy about ah, it yes. and reports it, that could be problematic. Yes. Um, but I'm not sure that this is really designed to trap tourists in Bali. Bali has always been fairly tolerant of what tourists get up to mm -hmm. um, and they're less morally exercised about these sorts of issues than elsewhere in Indonesia. Um, what I, The group I think are really uh, maybe facing trouble because of this are uh, Indonesians who, uh, lesbian or gay Indonesians, LBGTQI Indonesians, because they can't marry and so you might have a, a gay or lesbian couple living together who are Indonesian and they are now exposed yes. to the full force of the law if a member of their family dogs them in. So I, I think this is less of a worry for tourists, although technically you, you could be caught, I suppose, um, more of a worry for gay and lesbian Indonesians, actually. Mm, interesting. Very much so. It's um, interesting that you started this conversation by saying they've updated their laws from 100 years ago. It doesn't feel like yeah, an update, does it? No. no, I agree with that. And in fact, there's lots of provisions in this law that are really concerning, you know, provisions that stop people from criticising the president yes. and the government, um, crim uh, laws that, that mean that women who have an abortion could find themselves in jail. So, yeah, I mean, they've been struggling to try and fix this really outdated criminal code they have and this isn't necessarily an improvement mm. the government rushed it through with about a week's notice um last time they tried to do this there were demonstrations that were the biggest demos in indonesia since the fall of suharto in 1998 so i think we're going to see lots of protests around indonesia i don't think indonesians there are many indonesians who are pretty unhappy about this as sure. well so uh the, the sum up is if you're heading over there as a tourist you should be okay I'd, if you're going to Bali for a holiday, um, you can't really get into trouble unless a member right. of your family or a member of your right. Indonesian partner's family dob you in. There you go. Cheryl, we're back on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Professor Tim Lindsay Thanks, for the Tim. Centre for Indonesian Law at Melbourne Law School. Thank you very much for your time this morning. That's a pleasure. Now, guys, uh, the world has a few too many truths in it. We know too much, but we also almost don't know what we know anymore because we don't know if everything that we know has come from a reliable source. So the internet has given us oh, the plenty internet. of... Oh, <laughs> Speaking of truth, <laughs> yeah, the internet. plenty of information. You know, you can go through any... I remember when someone first described the internet to me, when it was like about to come out, I guess. About and, to come out. <laughs> and someone said to me, oh, the internet's incredible. You can go through any library book anywhere in the yes, world. Yes, yes.
That's and how I it was thought solved. that was yeah. the most amazing thing to ever happen. Yeah. It is not at all what happened. No, <laughs> like, that's not what videos. the internet yeah. actually was or became. Mm. But there's a lot of things in there you can't trust anymore. And unfortunately, Tammy Hembrow is now under attack again. Is she married to Shane Watson? The, no. Aussie, <laughs> the Aussie fitness expert. Um, and she mm. became famous, you know, over many years, last few years particularly, for being a, a fitness person, an Instagrammer, you know, is an influencer, all of those things. And um, had been in some trouble before because she'd posted photos of herself shortly after she'd given birth to her child and she looked super fit. Mm. And a lot of people, or followers, weighed in and sort of went, hey, this isn't fair. The rest of us don't look like that when we give birth. Even Celeste Barber said, stop shaming just by showing your body. And Tammy was like, I'm not shaming. I'm just... To be so fair, I'm... those people didn't look like that before they... I mean, <laughs> like, I, and I, I put myself <laughs> no, in that camp yeah. too. Like, she's always looked like that, And right? Celeste Barber copped it for that too. I mean, yeah. that, was, that was one of the rare times that Celeste Barber, most of the people came back going, what are you doing, mate? Right. Yeah, well, it's happened again. Tammy's back out. She's posted a photo of herself on the balcony in front of a, a window mm. and the reflection is a lot bigger than her actual body in the photograph. So it looks like she cinched her waist. Right. And people are going, this isn't fair. Like one listener, one um, like fan of hers, one follower said, this is so annoying because I've always thought that you never Photoshopped and this photo makes it look like you Photoshop. And now I can't believe anything I see. <laughs> and I, I haven't been able to believe anything I see on the internet oh, the entire time we've had the internet. Doesn't everyone use some sort of filter on their photos these days anyway? Well, I thought I, mean, I haven't. I don't think oh, anyone's. No, I, hang on. On my gram, I'm very natural. I, I keep I, it very, very natural. I don't even know how to use filters on my phone. No. I wouldn't have a clue. Yeah. But it's like I just assumed we all just get, can't we all just get past this? We all just assume that like whatever you want your body to look like, mm. if you're filtering it and putting it on social media, knock yourself out. I mean, if that this... gives you self-confidence, you do you, boo. Sure. I'm and... not interested in like weighing in on how whether they're real or not. Like, I don't care. And surely life's too short to be, I mean, A, it's a reflection, right? We don't know what's going on in that particular piece of glass. Like maybe that's made her, I mean, who no, Who cares? Maybe yeah. it's one of those silly mirrors. Silly, it could be a silly yeah, mirror. Like when you're on the mirror I house. Know. It's just like if, if your entire life inspiration and motivation hangs on the body of someone else, you know, just take some more time for yourself. 15.9 million followers on her Instagram. You're going to get one peanut, aren't you? <laughs> You know what I mean? 15.9 million. million. I wonder how many of them have a gym membership. I wonder how many of them are doing her booty blast car. It is day one of the six-week booty challenge. It starts today. There's actually, I'm going to post this tomorrow, so there, there will still be one more day to sign up when this is posted. So... Did, mm. did Tammy know that she was doing that the same day as we're giving away the Rosendorf 10,000 pink <laughs> M&Ms? I did Pete's booty yeah. challenge for a month and oh, it you worked. Did too, yeah. That's right. Mm. Check out my gram right now. You're going to see a picture of me with my reflection in the glass. Unfiltered. It's actually Pete's butt. Pete, Matt My friends, I'm sure there's lots of people who feel like me that I, I don't really need to hear any more from Harry and Meghan. No, you know, you feel like you've got I enough. I feel like I've got it. I feel like the soap opera has played out. Go and enjoy your life in America. I don't need to hear any more. Right. But obviously we've had the interviews with Oprah. Uh, Megan's got her podcast. Prince Harry's uh, memoir, Spare, is about to come out. So that they, but they it's clear, like he the spare. He's yeah, the spare that's spare. how he feels. We yeah. already had the will and you're just the spare spare. Oh, the yeah. spare spare. Well, they clearly don't feel that they've said everything they need to say because now we have the Netflix doco. 
Why did you want to make this documentary? When the stakes are this high, doesn't it make more sense to hear our story from us? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you Does can't it? argue with that. No. Did you Did you know about this Netflix documentary? No, I've not seen anything about it, though. Like, I heard really? someone mention that it was happening, but I've not seen a thing. Oh, mm, apparently this is going to be the definitive... Well, actually, do, do you want to hear the trailer? Yes. Okay, yeah. here's the trailer okay. of the Netflix documentary. Why did you want to make this documentary? My wife, Megan, and I have been silenced for too long. It's not enough that we are two of the most famous people on the planet. It's not enough that basically anything we say will be picked up and played endlessly across the world. We still felt like we weren't being heard. My wife, Megan, and I wrote books, podcasts, but still it didn't seem enough, not enough to tell our side of the story. What was enough was the millions of dollars Netflix was prepared to give us to dish the dirt on members of my royal, inverted commas, family. They say the truth will set you free. And so it turns out does millions of dollars. So Megan and I are sweet either way, really. Mm. Profound. Wow. Sounds amazing. Doesn't it? Mm. Premieres tomorrow on Netflix. Uh, drops tomorrow. Dro- sorry, drops, drops tomorrow. Drops tomorrow. <laughs> There's that feeling in the air that just Christmas is here. It's beginning to look a Christmas lot. Is here. Christmas. And I'll tell you what, it was um, made no more apparent to me mm. that, uh, that some people just aren't getting the vibe, right? <laughs> and like it just... Just feels Dr. Philip Lowe, we're talking to you <laughs> with your interest rate hikes. You're Grinch. You're Grinch. Uh, but no, I'm talking about the, one of the, the wonderful um, drive-through stuff. Uh, so I've got, a, I've got a morning routine where I get me coffee on my way in. Yep. Yes. Right? And I, I know this particular drive-through staff quite well. Usually quite vibey. At a local happy. food and beverage uh, outlet. Yes, indeed. Oh, yes, yeah, yes, 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 yes. They yes, are yes. vibey. Yeah. Um, quite vibey, quite happy. <laughs> Uh, this particular, there was something coming through the speaker box as I was like doing my order and they were talking back to me. I just, I didn't feel like the vibe was there. Okay. Came around to the window and looked up and looked at their face and then looked at what was on their head and it was a Santa hat. It's beginning uh, to look a lot happy. And the, the facial expression just didn't match didn't the match joy the of the Santa hat. Oh, you don't think the spirit was coming from No. And I just think it's that time of year where people are being made to wear things against their will. Yes, yeah, sure. And I'm talking about Santa <laughs> costumes, Santa hats, oh. elf things, a reindeer ears. I just thought you were referring to the snack bar outfit at the cinemas. No, no, no it wasn't snack bar outfit. I felt sorry outfit. for those stuff for some time, <laughs> well, if I'm honest. I've got to be honest, you know the hats you get out of the Christmas crackers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm over those. Well, I don't even fit mine. No, Half no, your luck. No, but I, don't, I feel for those members of, of businesses that are told, you got to wear this for Christmas <laughs> for the four weeks leading up. you got to wear this every day. And we had to. Like, I remember back in the day when I used to work for Live Clothing, which is a, a, a youth clothing retail store. A young store. people's a young people's store. store. Okay. Yeah. I knew Weird. it was for young people because it sounds like, doof, 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 you'd have to doof, come doof, in and go, doof. yeah, hi, I'm here to get some jeans. I'm looking for a pair of pants. Do you come here often? Yes. Um, because we were made one year to wear Santa coats. 
And oh. it was it was blo- it's bloody summer. Sure, it was a Santa coats. Yeah, Santa coats. Every single one of us had to wear Santa coats. Santa puffer jacket. And you could just tell people coming in just going, "You're not enjoying this, are no, you?" No, no. Have you been forced to wear a Christmas outfit for this time of year, and you're just yeah. not feeling it? It's okay. You can get it off Is your it chest okay here with us. They're not feeling it. They're not going to call and get this judgy space where no, you're no. going to be like, "Why aren't you feeling Christmas?" No, no, no. absolutely not. This it's is all right a safe that you're space. not vibing it. Mix no. fam, it's a safe space. Oh, <laughs> already, <laughs> already in there. Already, <laughs> people calling through. Donna in Belmont, who's making you wear what? Oh well, I'm making my dog wear. Antlers. <laughs> I'm a stylist and I take her to work and she's my assistant and she's only little and, and so I dress her up and the looks that she gives me and she gets passed around with everyone and everyone's like, oh, she's so cute and she's just shooting them daggers. Yeah, right. Yeah. But you're not it's changing funny. it because she looks cute. Oh, yeah, she looks cute and it's hilarious, the look on her face and, uh, yeah, she hates it but we love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point, I can't isn't tell it? that we're supposed to encourage that kind of cruelty. But, I mean, no, no, export your pets. Why yeah, not? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Can't walk through space. Got no spatial awareness now that I've got giant antlers. Yes. <laughs> Beck in Mandra's working as a hairdresser. Hello. Hi, how are you going? Good. Good. Rebecca, what are you being forced to wear? I've had to wear it all. Uh, the worst one I would have to say was the antlers with bells on it. Oh, um, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's and, super irritating. Oh, the worst part is, is that I am actually a hairdresser. So I was in a hair salon trying to do clients' hair when, um, you know, the bells are ringing and you're hitting people with the antlers. It was just horrible. <laughs> Why do you have to do it all? You said you've done it all. Is that just because it's like every time, every year it's a different thing? It pretty much is. You know, you have to be a part of the festive season. So I've tried the Christmas hats, but the antlers were the worst. Mm-hmm. Christmas earrings seem like an easy cop-out. That's what I think I'm yes, going to go for yes. this year. Can hear Rebecca coming. Oh, you can. And I wonder if there's anyone currently, you know, has got a scheduled meeting with Human Resources this morning to discuss <laughs> whether it's actually legal to force you to wear it. To go for a cheeky visit to the hospital the other day. Oh, everything wow. okay? Everything's okay. Everything's fine. It was an unusual one. Um, but Mila, our, our gorgeous little princess Mila, mm. uh, me, me number one, she was complaining of a sore leg the evening before. Now, she'd had a big day at Adventure World on Sunday. Yes. Right? Huge day running around the entire day and in the pool and out of the pool and in the pool and out of the pool and so on and so forth. And then a big afternoon, you know, running around with her cousins at Nonno Nonno's house. But that night, she started complaining about her hip and, and um, like, quite severely. Right? We thought, okay, look, we'll just sort of see how she goes and get into the morning because it's quite often over the last few years that you take your kids to the hospital and it's, yes. just, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Um, but uh, the following morning came around and she, like, she couldn't get out of bed. She couldn't put any weight on oh. her leg or anything like that. Um, so we decided to take her into Fiona Stanley. Now... We all know at the moment that the hospital system's under pressure. Sure. And it's been quite some time since I've been to the hospital taking the kids to ED. Mm-hmm. But my goodness, the hospital system is under pressure. Right. We were there for five hours oh. in the waiting room. And is this ignorant of me? I didn't even know that you could take kids to any ED. I thought you had to what go to Perth Children's Hospital. 
No, it's the it's the paediatrics oh. M, uh, oh, ED. Okay. So there's a there's a child's too, yeah. ED. Sorry, and there's I don't an have, adult's it's all right, ED. everyone. Don't be alarmed. I don't have kids. We don't no, have to worry about and it. And that's why you're Auntie Kimber. <laughs> that's why you're Auntie Kimber, not Mama Kimber. Auntie Kimber, and that's perfectly <laughs> doctor, fine. Doctor, doctor, we've got an emergency. What's the age? Uh, <laughs> out you go. Find another hospital. <laughs> Sorry, but we we were there long enough for me to get to know people. Like in the, <laughs> right in the, in the emergency. Oh, Doug department. over in radiology. Oh, it's Sarah. You know, we got talking, and like her partner owns a pearl farm up. North of Broome, <laughs> and got talking with another other couple, and he's a copper, and he's been in Geraldton for a few years and done his regional, and now he's back, and like that's how long. And that place was absolutely chockers. Um, and I can say firsthand, like that, that the hospital staff need help, they need support. All of this stuff going back and forth over pay disputes, so on and so forth. Just pay them whatever the hell they want. Yeah, I saw and- it firsthand that they are under pressure. Pay them whatever the hell they want, Mark McGowan. I don't care. Just do it. And what day was this? It wasn't like a Saturday. It was or- a Monday yeah, afternoon. Right. It was a Monday afternoon, Kimber, and I've been sitting on this one for a little while. I'm glad to be able to bring it up now. Um, But it was was literally at the point where, you know how um, if you're sitting in ED, they come out of the door, right, and they call someone's name. It's like when your meal comes out or someone's meal comes out at a restaurant and you're hoping it's yours. Mate, they (laughs) they came out. We were there for five hours. We didn't take anything. My phone battery was about to die because we weren't prepared for how long it was that we were going to take. Didn't have any food or anything like that. It was starving. Lady comes out, nurse comes out and goes... Mila Corelli. It was like we oh. won the lottery. Oh, my God. Sus. <laughs> Mila, get up. It's us. We're going in. We're going we in here. We went in there. We went in our bed. They came around. They served us a sandwich. It was a ham and salad sandwich. Oh, this it? thing was like a five-course meal. Uh, it was like oh. I hadn't eaten for weeks. It was incredible. Nah, if you've got time to make a new circle of friends, you've been in ED for too long. Yeah. yeah. Well, then I'll say it again. Premier, pay them what they bloody want. Yes. They deserve it, and we need it. Yeah. Pete, Matt and Kimber for elite pool covers. Swim warmer for longer. Next 94.5.